Hey guys, welcome to Dream Stories. This is Michael French, and along with my wife, Elisa, we're going to spend some time talking about dreams and dream interpretation. We're looking forward to sharing some of our dream stories with you. So hang out, and let's see what happens. Well, last time we sat down talking about dreams, we were talking about um, the way context changes symbols. But as we've been sitting, getting ready to uh, have this conversation, I've been thinking about categories of dreams, the different the different ways we sort of categorize dreams to be able to help understand them better. I've been thinking about our Southern accent and do people understand us? <laughs> <laughs> For example, what's a tater in the South? An interpretator. Well, no, a tater is a potato. Well, right. So if you're interpreting dreams as an interpretator, then you're interpreting dreams while eating <laughs> potato. potatoes. Well, I was thinking... Or we probably were, French fries. We need know. to stay away from... Interpretator. <laughs> I say we just interpretator. need to say interpreter. Interpreter is the way it's supposed to be said. But I say interpretator all the time and realize only after I said it <laughs> what I said. Another word you say that's funny, and I'm sure people could find words that I say that are funny, but you say own. Well, Not as in ownership, but as in own the earth instead of on. That's something Southerners do, isn't it? It's just, that's, I'm not changing that one. That's just the way I pronounce it. <laughs> you actually said on the other day. I was impressed. It's surprising. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we were talking about what what what, what in the category of dreams you were saying. No, we were actually talking about taters. Yes, no, but okay. prior to that. The categories of dreams. That's the thing I was thinking about as we were getting ready. You know, the, the different... Um, ways we put dreams into groupings to help understand a little better what the dream might be about. Um, I think about it when we were taught about dreams by John Paul Jackson, he had um, in his the lessons that he was doing, he had uh, a thing called the 20 categories of dreams. And I know dreams can fall into probably more than 20 categories, right. but having a way to sort of distinguish dreams sort of helps point you in a direction to me of what of, of helping understand what the dream's about. What, I mean, that's that's how it helps me. And so I'm, I'm thinking that if you've got 20 categories or 50 categories or, or whatever number of categories it is, it helps me to understand what direction the dream might be going. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Like sometimes I think about I've had what I would call a warning dream, but it was also a warfare dream. They were kind of mixed in there together. But it does help us to know how to respond to the dream sometimes. And sometimes they can have dual meaning, it? can't they? Yeah, they can. And what are you going to do with a dream? The category helps understand it. Because I think about, I mean, there, again, I, I don't want to be exclusive with when we categorize dreams. But I think about the, the kind of dreams I see a lot when people come to me for an interpretation. We see intercessory dreams a lot, dreams that are a call to prayer. Well, what's the response to that? Pray. Yep. Uh, we see warning dreams. What's the response to that? Be careful. Pay attention. We see self-conditioned dreams. What's the response to that? Look at yourself. This is something God wants you to know about. That's so good. I, I was thinking about a, a conditioned dream I had the other day, a self-conditioned. And it was, there was someone in my dream that when I walked up, they walked up to me, I turned my back to them. That was the, that was all that was in the dream. They you walked didn't even up. Tell me this dream. They walked up and I turned my back to them. This was years ago. I did. You just forgot. Oh. It's it's in my. I was I was ready to repertoire of dreams. Yeah. 
my list. I was ready to get off the air, and you tell me who you were dreaming you were turning your back on. So yeah, so ahead, so so I was kept turning my back to them. They would approach me, I turn my back. They'd approach me, and I turn my back. And it was like this loop that just kept playing in the dream. And um, when I woke up from the dream, it was I was like, yeah, what does that mean, Lord? And uh, very gently, Holy Spirit spoke to me and said. Um, you're ignoring this person and not giving them your attention. You're turning your back on I was turning my back on them. Not in a, like, oh, I'm evil, I'm turning my back on you. But it was, you know, I just kept, I was just, I didn't want to talk to them. You know, it was kind of like, mm. when they would come, I would just turn away, you know, so. And, I mean, that's actually a great example of a particular category of dream, a self-conditioned dream. Right. It told you something you were doing that God wanted you to address or deal with. And then I still prayed. I was like, show me how to correct this because that's not good. So then when they approached me the next time in real life, I wanted to turn away because <laughs> sometimes what they were sharing with me was just sometimes over the top for me at the moment. And it was just they could go on and on about something. So, But it was like the more I turned my back and ignored them, the more they needed me. But when I began to show them attention and show them value, that they had value, I noticed, I mean, I'm revealing my weakness, you know, I'm just being really open and honest, you know, so that was a condition of my heart, it was wrong, you know, so Holy Spirit corrected me, I received it, and I said, teach me then how to be better at this, and so when they kept approaching me from then on out, I really remembered that dream every time. Well, you know, interestingly enough, that's a great example, too, of how not only what a self-conditioned dream is, but how to respond to a self-conditioned dream. Right. You want to do something to fix it. You want to do something that begins to change the habit you've had or the you know what you were dealing with that was creating the problem the Lord had to get you to pay attention to. And I think about a self-conditioned dream. Um, I can remember a lot of times dreams that are self-conditioned dreams will have exaggerated body parts in them. Mm. Like somebody who um, their mouth is too big, mm. you know. It's like a caricature. Yeah. Uh, when uh, you know you go to the you go to the park, park somebody's, and drawing, somebody's drawing caricatures. They always look at the person and they try and pick out the particular characteristics that stand out to them that they notice. And the Lord does the same thing with us to point things out to us. So if somebody's mouth were too big in a dream, it might have to do with the idea, possibly that they are talking too much. They're, they're running their mouth too much. They're, they're exaggerating things, you know, anything in that kind of a way. And it would tell them something about their self that they, they might not hear from somebody else saying it. Well, honestly, I'm not the type of person that if someone walks up and tries to talk to me, then I'm going to turn my back to them. Oh, that's, you turn your back on people all the time. <clears throat> that's an exaggeration. You know that. <laughs> no, that would don't. be an exaggerated you, move because I'm usually a very kind I can be firm, but I mean, I'm usually a very kind parting person, very receptive of people, love engaging with people. You, you actually are one of the people I know. I mean, I'm a kind of a shy introvert. Most people don't believe that, but that's who I am at my, <laughs> <laughs> at my core. You're very outgoing, very, um, very engaging with people. And so it's very unlike you to be turning your back on, on somebody or to not be paying attention to them or not listening to them or engaging with them. And so if that is something that's going on in your life, it seems to me like it would be easy to miss that. And the Lord yeah. uses a subtle way, well, maybe not so subtle actually, yeah. but uses a dream to say to you, hey, knock, knock, right? pay attention. 
That's you know, right. just because it wouldn't be your nature to recognize yourself or to identify yourself as doing that. That's not how you would think of yourself. Normally. Right. And, you know, I don't know how else God would have been able to tell me that was my problem other than that way, or unless that person approached me and said, hey, I don't feel like you're giving me any attention, which they never said that, you know, but I, I went out of my way then to give them probably more attention that I, than normal. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's a great illustration. And, I, you know, I was thinking about another area of dreams that, you know, we were talking about, and that's um, a category dream. That's um, healing dreams. And, and I know that you and I have experienced, well, you had the dream, but you and I have experienced a very significant uh, healing dream. And, and a healing dream, when uh, you know, I guess for people who might be listening, it would be good to explain. When we talk about categories of dreams, those are not scriptural categories. They're not Bible-based categories. They're not super spiritual categories. Those are things we create to help identify the type of dreams that we're dealing with. So a healing dream for me, it might be something different to other people, but a healing dream for me is a dream in which God does something in the dream that either brings about a supernatural healing process or the dream itself brings forth healing physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually in right. some fashion. Right. But you had a very significant healing dream a few years ago. I did, and, you know, it's a, it's a long testimony, so I would just maybe encourage people to maybe go out and watch the video of it, but just quickly. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to this and you don't know what Lisa's talking about, that we have a website called Dream Story, or MyDreamStories.com, and there's actually a, a list of dream stories that are taken out of the book I wrote, and this healing dream you had is one of those, and you can actually see Lisa with a video sharing the testimony of, of the dream. But tell people about it today. Well, quickly, and just in a nutshell, I dreamed that, um, well, actually, I, I literally had gotten a letter from the doctor saying, come in, and, and we need you to come in for another mammogram because we, we saw something on the mammogram we didn't like. It looked suspicious. So I went in and for my second mammogram. Then they wanted to do an ultrasound. Then they did an ultrasound, and they were like, you know, we are 99% sure you have breast cancer. And <clears throat> my world just flashed before my eyes, you know, I'm like what they say happens. And um, and so the um, uh, that so I called you, traumatized, and you were yeah, traumatized is mild. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I. Went to see a, a doctor that day through um, some interesting turnabouts, and um, the surgeon said, "You know, I see, I see this this problem, but um, I really believe you're going to be okay. And we're going to pray, and you're going on vacation in a couple of days, and I want you to continue to go on vacation." I said, "No, this is not just a vacation. We're going to be gone for like six, eight weeks." We were literally out of the continental U.S. for yeah. For so they were like, "Well, seven you, weeks. yeah, yeah," and they were. They're like, oh, you'll be fine. You just go, go on your vacation, enjoy yourself, and come back. And I'm thinking, I will not be able to enjoy myself on this vacation, thinking about that I might have uh, some type of cancer growing inside my body. So um, anyway, we went anyway. The doctor insisted that I go, which is a whole another testimony, just to have a physician, you know, say, go, and I'm going to pray for you. And she prayed for us in the office that day. But then when we got to our destination, I um, it was like second or third day we were there. And I had this dream, you know, that this doctor was standing over me. He said, are you ready? I said, for what? And he goes, I'm going to do surgery on you, and I'm going to remove the cancer. 
And, you know, I felt the pain of the, the knife going in. I felt it. I, I, I woke up screaming, and I remember waking you up saying, I just had a dream, you know, that a surgeon came and did surgery on me. So I had to really, through that whole time we were gone, we, we came home. It wasn't a vacation. It was actually sabbatical for us. We were going to rest and heal and have a spiritual rest and prayer. And I, it was hard for me. And then... <clears throat> oh, I was going to say, I remember when you were... When you had that dream, one of the things that really stood out to me was the bright, the, the surgical light. Yeah. The the bright, bright light shining down on you. Yes. And that was one of the things to me that spoke to that dream of being a dream, you know, from God. Yeah. You, and I think the surgeon was the Lord. I mean, it was God himself coming in. I mean, because he just leaned over me and he just said, are you ready? And I said, ready for what? And he goes, I'm going to take this cancer out of your body. Well, that's a great illustration of how you understand what a dream symbol means too, though, because we know from Scripture that God is, Jesus and and, and the Father are considered the great physician. And and so he came to you as the great physician. Granted, in your dream, he was a surgeon. But a surgeon is still a physician, yeah. and you knew he carried authority in the dream, so he was the great physician. No doubt. And then when I came home and, and actually had the biopsy and everything, which came back benign, but I believe I was healed because I was told before I left, just by them looking at, you know, and, and you know, a radiologist can't say 100%, but he was like, I'm 98, 99% sure this is cancer. When I, I see this, I know this is cancer. And he even said, you need to cancel what you're, what you're about to do, you know, going out of the country in three days. No, you need to cancel. You need to have surgery. <clears throat> you know, what I love, too, is you have the dream because the dream gives you comfort and peace after we're there. Yeah. But the Lord was setting things up for that all the way through. Uh, you know, I know you remember, but I think about the significance. We have a very dear friend who's in ministry uh, who was a uh, Catholic priest, uh, actually a Trappist monk. He was a, um, a hermit monk in Bolivia uh, for a long time. He's a very, still a very close friend of ours. Yeah. And his wife happens to be an oncology surgeon. Yeah. And so specializing, and specializing in breast cancer. Yeah. And she happens to work in the hospital where you were having the mammogram done. Yeah. And when you came out of the uh, mammogram test after the, the radiologist had told you all that, you're sitting down waiting on me to get there because you couldn't even drive home because they'd told, you know, and you run in to Father Wilson. Yeah. I was and sobbing. I know. <laughs> and, and so I think about the dream was just one piece of the process. Yeah. And sometimes we want to make dreams the end all be all. We get over exaggerated into putting value on the dream. When really it's all of the pieces of what God is doing that when we put them together, it's so amazing how much he cares about us. It is. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that just because we're sick that every every sickness that we have, God is going to heal us in the way that we think he's going to heal us. You know, I had to go away for two months, and I have friends who have actually gone through long breast cancer battles and then overcome it, and then it come back in a different breast, a different type of cancer, you know. So, I mean, it doesn't mean it's always going to work out in the way that we think it will, but it's beautiful when God can come and speak to us in such a beautiful way through a dream just to encourage us, you know, that he loves us and uh, he cares for us. Well, and and you see him setting it up all the way through in your dream in particular because that day at the hospital, Father Wilson 
finds you in Starbucks there, and he takes you and says, I'm going to get you an appointment with my wife right now. I mean, the timing of things, even leading up to the dream, was so God, because you would not have been able to get an appointment with an oncologist. We were literally leaving in two days. Mm -hmm. As if it weren't enough that the Lord would give me a dream after I got there. But prior to me getting there, he set up beautiful things along the way. You know, a, a, a ministerial person to, as I'm getting on the elevator to come find you somewhere in the parking deck, He's getting off the elevator. He sees me weeping. He comforts me. Then he goes, I'm going to meet my wife, who is a surgeon, in about 10 minutes for coffee. And he drags me along to their coffee appointment. You know, it just all just worked together. It was beautiful. And I'm, yeah. I still am, am, I get teary-eyed and weepy when I think about it, you know. Well, I love the fact that it, it goes all the way through. He was setting things up before you had the dream. He gives you the dream, which activated faith in you. You were actually more comfortable for the rest of the trip after the dream than you had been before the dream. Yeah. Despite what the doctor had told you, she was very clear with you. Well, she kind of slapped me around a little bit and said, look, wake up, you're a Christian, we're going to trust God for you. And she pretty much told you she was absolutely not going to do the biopsy before you left. Yeah, because I said, no, we'll do it, I'll I'll change everything, we'll do it before I leave. And she's like, no. Yep. So she's taking care of you, you've got all this leading up to it. We get there, you have the dream, it changes the way you handled the time of rest that we really needed. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was really significant. And we get back, and you schedule the biopsy. And and see, you know, I remember the other thing. You woke me up screaming, really, from pain Mm. in the dream. Yeah. And then when you had the the biopsy done, it's like a big, thick rod or needle, a very thick needle that they they – It's a stereotactic biopsy, which is a – I don't even know what the gauge of it is, but it's like now my nurse wife comes out. Yeah. Right, <laughs> it's not even a needle. It's, it's a, like a rod. It's, it's a rod, yeah. And so they they give you a lot of um, things to deaden the feeling. You know what the medications are. I don't know what they are, but they yeah. give you stuff to, and they didn't give you enough. No, they gave it to me, but it just wasn't in the right place for whatever right. reason. And when when it when that rod went in, it was just like my dream. So that's almost like it was not only was it a dream to sh- show me that I was healed, but it was also a dream to say, almost like a vision. You're going to experience pain in the process, and boy, did I! It was literal. It was took my breath away. I'll never forget. I couldn't even breathe. I was crying so hard. Yeah. But the dream had already told you the pain's going to be worth it. Yeah. So that was really powerful. Yeah. I'm thankful and grateful. Yeah. I love, I love that. And it's a, it's a beautiful testimony for in our life because we teach on dreams and we travel and speak on dreams and we do all these things. And we've done this for years now. And I keep looking back on our life and I find it's one of the amazing ways God has not just spoken to us, mm. but he's really prepared us for things. He's really guided us through things. And he, st- he'll, he still speaks to us other ways. We're not, you know, we're not people who, who, who can't accept that there's any other way God speaks. I don't get up in the morning, and if I didn't have a dream for what color shirt to put on, I just don't get dressed. <laughs> right. I've known people who were almost yeah, that bad. Yeah, I say bad. I, if you're one of those people, I don't. It's just don't place that much emphasis on it. God can speak right. to you other ways. We try to be well balanced, and one of the things we're trying to do, honestly, the reason why we're doing these podcasts is not to say that 
dreams should be so much a part of your life that this all you focus on and if you know if you don't dream every single night and have 10 dreams a night and you don't dream about who you're going to get married to and and you know all these other things that's crazy we're trying to bring awareness to something that um we our culture even our spiritual culture has said dreams have no value or no place here anymore uh, we're trying to say no that that was you know you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater there's some really good things there's some amazing things that have been dream dreamed about that have um, really changed the course of history yeah and so we don't need to ignore it, but it doesn't need to be. I mean, we have so many other things in our life, you know, discipline and, and you know, communing with the Father and, you know. But anyway. Yeah, well, that's a good place to – we don't have a sponsor for Dream Stories, but we do and can stop here for just a minute and let me share some things with people but because you're talking yeah. about that. That's part of what our mission is. Yeah. And so we have a website. It's www.mydreamstories.com. And on that website, if you're interested in learning more about dreams, uh, you can obviously you can listen to us here on the podcast, but you can also go out to the website, and we have a number of tools there on the website to help people learn about dreams. The the um, early on on the days of the website, we had a blog, and I wrote articles for the yeah. first twelve or fifteen months of the website being up. So there's a series of teachings there, written articles. And we also talk about different symbols and what they, what potential meanings they have. Those are up probably 40, 50, 60 or so of those on that blog. But now we're posting the um, audio of the podcast there as part of our blog, and we're getting ready to do video entries on what symbols mean so we can show the symbol and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So those are some cool things that, for study. But we also have a forum there. You can go out and you can post a dream. And uh, myself or, or you or one of the uh, master interpreters that we're friends with will come on and help interpret that dream. We're getting ready and helping people learn about dreams to have interns and students and folks we're mentoring growing by helping to interpret those dreams. And we can over, oversee them in that process. So there's some things out there on the website that allow people tools to learn about dreams, see those videos of dream stories like we talked about earlier, uh, and access um, even a place where you can access the book and other books I've yeah. written, but the Dream Stories book I've written. And then just so, you know, no, you're it's aware, it's, to- it's, a great, it's a great resource. And there's a nice little donate button there. So if you are listening to this and you want us to be able to do more of these uh, episodes. If you're enjoying it, go out to that website, click on the donate button, and just make a little donation. Every little bit helps. It helps us maintain our studio. It helps us uh, support pr- the website. Support the website. All uh, support the podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not ones to just really push no. uh, donations, and don't absolutely don't want you to take anything away from your time no. to your church. No, no, no. But it, you, if you've got a little extra and want to help out, uh, we would love for you to do that. It would be a it would be a huge help. Yeah, if it's us. a blessing to you and you enjoy it, even even if you can't you can't afford to give anything and you still like these, we want you to listen. Oh, you know? absolutely. I mean, this is that's why there's not a subscription of, fee or anything exactly, like that for this. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So we we love it. We love to have our listeners, and uh, we're getting good fa- feedback from people. You know, saying they're really liking the podcast and everything. So we're we're glad to have people yeah, listen. Really, really yeah. happy to, to see that happening. So, you know, I, I you were talking about something that led up to the value of of things like this and stories like this, and 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 how these kind of stories can sort of help us uh, 
to to grow. I learned something that that symbols and the pictures and the images of dreams. It's not just in dreams. There's some things that that learning about these things help me understand and hear from God throughout my day. Yeah, I mean. I, I consider myself a spiritual mystic, really. I mean, I feel like I kind of walk in that. That's just who I am. I'm always open. I'm not going to say I'm always looking for signs from God, but I am always open so that I know his language. And when he speaks to me and I see something, I'm like, okay, that's a sign. But I'm not so heady that I'm like, oh, where's the sign? Where's the sign? Where's the sign from God? You know, I, now, that's that that, balance. that that balance we were talking about uh, earlier. You know, you just want to be well-rounded with with your walk with God, you know, and not so ethereal that you can't function, you know? While God can speak through us through everything we see through the course of the day, he also just talks to us in a still small voice, and he doesn't want us to be over-emphasizing symbols and images, but we can also forget to pay attention to them. Right, that's right. And I remember I learned how I hear from God from learning about dream interpretation because I hear from God a lot through symbols and imagery. And it's not always a dream. Sometimes the Lord just calls my attention to a particular piece of clothing somebody's wearing or the fact they might have a particular kind of earring in their ear Mm -hmm. or they're wearing glasses. Any of those things that might mean nothing on their own but because the Holy Spirit drew my attention to it, it now has meaning for me, and I can interpret that symbol just like a dream and be an encouragement to the people around me or recognize something God's trying to say to me. And I love the fact the way we talk about these things helps us not just interpret dreams, but it helps us to learn about hearing from God, yeah, period. that's right. That's right. That's good. Yeah, it's just a great, a great thinking, opportunity. Yeah, I was thinking earlier that, you know, we're talking a lot about our dreams, about dreams that you and I have had or about someone that, you know, I think one of my family members had. We we do want to incorporate other people's dreams. And then that is coming, you know, as as the podcast develops where we'll evolve, we'll bring some things in. So you'll hear some little changes here and there. So um, if you go, gosh, are we only going to listen to Michael and Lisa's dreams? But we have good no, dreams. No, we do have good dreams. And, and <laughs> God teaches us through it. And so we just pass that on, you know. So, But we do want to pull some dreams out of the book you've written. And we'll be uh, maybe having some phone interviews for people who can't be in our studio to to record um and so we'll be doing that soon i just wanted to put that out there too that's something else that'll be coming yeah you know talking about that or mentioning that let me just say something the book is great to see some of these stories there's a story in the book about a doctor who made a medical breakthrough yeah from a dream he was doing experiments and and he was doing these experiments and, and one of the things I think is cool to encourage people with, he was doing experiments. He he has the dream. He wakes up from the dream, and he doesn't write it down. Yeah. And he forgets about it. He can't remember it. And he actually has to go back, go to sleep, have the dream again, and then wake up and scribble everything down as quick as possible so he'll remember what's going on in the dream. So out of that, just let me encourage you. If you're listening to this – if you're listening to our conversations and it sparks something in you and you're starting to have more dreams, or even maybe if you're forgetting, you're not, you're not remembering the dreams you have when you get up, write them down. Value them. 
and see what God has to say to you through those dreams. It's it's something that he will encourage you with, yeah, and it's well worth it doing that. And that's in your book. Yeah, that story's in the book. We can talk about it sometime some more. So. Yeah. But it's a great it's a great story. So we'll but we'll leave it there for now because I think our time is almost up tonight. Well, we're recording at night. You may be listening to this early morning. Who knows? But our time is almost up for this session. So uh, let me just say to you again, we really value you joining us here during these times. We're just having fun talking to each other. But it's fun to get your feedback. If you're enjoying this, one other thing I would encourage you to is, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Go out and rate us on iTunes or Google Play. Give it a rating. Those things just help us, A, know that you're listening and you're enjoying it. Uh, Leave feedback and comments. That encourages other people to listen in. And if you know people who need, who just, we could be an encouragement to through doing this, encourage them. Share the podcast with them. You know, we're not out to build a huge audience just for the sake of building an audience. But if it's beneficial to you, then pass it on because we just enjoy taking this time with you every week. Yeah, yeah. So, Until next time, yeah. We'll see you again soon. Yeah.